for the DUI. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I can't talk about it till the court case is over. He <laughs> 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 killed a man. <laughs> Allegedly. Donnie done shot a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and he I had a ray handsy. gun that looked real enough. <laughs> Hey, you stabbed him 37 times, my slippery buddy fingers. <laughs> that makes me a sad panda. Yeah, he had it coming because God's not real. <laughs> so, uh, what are we talking about today? We were talking about how this year, in the frigid month of February, on the 12th, there came into being a feature film with the Nicolas Cage. The greatest movie he's ever done. It was budgeted at $5 million and earned a whopping $127,000 worldwide. So and it far. opened at number 13 behind a bunch of shit I've never heard of. And that crude sequel and also that Wonder Woman sequel, which I heard is like real dumb, yo. For it real. is pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. What the hell would that cost you? That doesn't look like some 1984 shit to me, I can tell you. I was there, lads. I was there. <laughs> She's living a lie. Um, yeah, uh, so first we're talking about Willy's Wonderland. Yeah, Willy sounds like peace. It's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. greetings. I prefer the, uh, the, the, uh, the birthday uh, song from, from, uh, from Stephen Brule, remember? Oh you know, God! It's your birthday! It's your birthday! It was last month. Because <laughs> that, that's the only married news team. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so they they made a movie that's not legally based on Five Nights at Freddy's, even though it's Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, allegedly. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's directed by some dude named named Kevin Lewis, who did Malibu Spring Break, oh, in God. some Iraq War thing called Dark Heart, and he claims that he was inspired by Panos Cosmatos uh, in this. Um, <laughs> yeah. and that I don't. Shows. It's like, were you inspired by Panos Cosmatos's like fashion sense or like the way he makes sandwiches? You know, Panos like Cosmatos. 
<laughs> like I, I love Panis Cosmatos. I'm inspired by him in many ways. Uh, I just I don't see it in this movie, except maybe copying some of the lighting a little bit and not doing it that well. That actually makes perfect sense, though, because I had that feeling watching this. I'm like, this feels like somebody who wanted to make Mandy, but then just mm. didn't. <laughs> It's it's like that that uh, that lady who made uh Between Worlds and she's like, you know, I was going to make it regular and then I'm like, no way, man. I'm going to make it like really David Lynch. And then we watch it like maybe maybe there's two people named David Lynch. I don't know. What are you talking about? <laughs> I I don't I liked I love this movie. And I felt it was the best Nicolas Cage film he's ever done because he doesn't say a fucking word. But at the same say, time, what was your favorite Nicolas Cage line in this movie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, also I just... should say, um, listeners, that uh, it's a little late. But uh, spoilers ahead, because we know this is a brand new, brand spanking new movie. So uh, put your balls on, boys. We're going to Willie's. <laughs> okay. Continue, Donnie. But I just, it feels like what was missing from this movie, if they were really kind of inspired by the guy who did Mandy, was this movie could have benefited if they gave Nicolas Cage a lot of cocaine. And it's like, just have him nosedive into a bag, and then he's told, okay, you have to be the janitor and clean this shithole up and survive the morning. Then it would make sense, all the fucking people he's killing. And even though it sounds like a sequel return much harder thing, it's not... But if he had done a whole lot of cocaine and fought these animatronics, it would have been great if he actually ruined some kid's birthday and killed these innocent people in the suits and just uh, tore the fucking place a new asshole. I feel like I would have liked that better. Um, I think if they were going to go more Panos Cosmatos, you got to you got you got to do the the. The same thing that the lady from uh, um, Between Worlds did not do. It's that you don't just make one character weird. You gotta yeah. you gotta change the way everybody interacts. Like the yeah. pacing of scenes has to be very deliberate. It's not here. Like they just kind of roll out. You know, like I'm chained to a radiator. We gotta go burn down that pizza place that nobody goes to. I know because it's cursed. It's cursed. Yeah. Hey guys, remember that one time? Shut up. We're on a mission. Yeah, it, this movie does things I really hate with some of those where it's happened with a couple other Nick Cage films. They just drop you in it and things seem like they would benefit if they had a little more time and a little more story in there. Yeah, but I, think, not. I think more more time and less explanation. Yeah. Yeah. Because even the whole weird thing with like the sheriff and the deputy dipshit. It's like that could have been something fun, but instead of it just being a running gag, it's like, oh my god, they actually do have to do something, and that's keep Nicolas Cage in place. By the way, uh, the sheriff is played by Beth Grant, who is that woman you've seen her like, and she's a, a an amazing. This, this is character just what she actress. does. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's an amazing character actor, How and amazing. like, she's in fucking everything, and that's why like you you see her and you think. Why does she look familiar? It's because she, you've seen her a million times before. She's kind of old. Wish I could is, say that. Is she the uh, is she the Beth that Peter Chris was singing about? Could have been. Uh, oh, Beth, yes, what can I, I do? Call it. <laughs> and I don't know why. I mean, she was only in one episode, but I remember her most from My Name Is Earl. <laughs> I don't remember why. this bitch at all. So she's not that great hey, to me. I'm hey, sorry, her a bitch. Do you guys remember? Um, do you guys re- remember Emily Toaster from this movie? No. 
She she's that lady who was chained to the radiator, and she was born in oh. 1998 in the Dominican Republic. She was on Party of Five. She and, is a fucking uh, legend. And she turns bread to charcoal. Why? And she was also on shit? Selfie Dad. Oh, Selfie you, Dad, everybody. You can say what you want about her, but I think I think she was good, and I love her voice, and I think she should be doing like uh, video game uh, voiceovers. As long as it's not her face. Oh. What the hell? <laughs> I couldn't stand her looking at me. It was like what a hole turning into my soul. What have I seen that the old lady did? Uh, what have you seen? Yeah, that she was in. Specific examples. Okay. Like I said, party of five. Stop calling her the old lady. Okay, what was the old drag bitch in that I would have seen? God that damn it, honey. This is why Linda knows her. They were in class together back in the day. What was Wrinkle Toes <laughs> in that I would have seen? Dermot, you damn whippersnapper slip. All right, all right. What would Prune's hits have done that no I would have seen? Country for Old Men. Oh, that's uh, a good one. She was in um, the uh, uh, Little Miss Sunshine. Ooh, um, she has that. She was in um, Little Miss um, Sunshine. That's your yardstick by which you measure all movies. That's exactly. <laughs> she was in um, an episode of Wonder Falls, which was I didn't awesome. Watch Wonder Falls. She was and... Mother at Farmhouse in Rain Man. Oh, oh, Jesus! I know exactly what you where you guys seen uh, have seen her. She was in Matchstick Men. I've never, and, oh, oh, that's right. She was the one in the laundromat that the um, that yeah, his okay. fake daughter was Nicholas uh, Cage connection. Yeah, that they were, his worst they were movie. trying to um, they were trying to Connor. And wait, they does said, that mean like, we have oh. to do a bonus episode on her now because we have that Cage connection? Oh, so, so that means we're gonna watch uh, Tu Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Safe I in would City appreciate that. I would appreciate that. Um, she was in the 2001 TV movie Murder, She Wrote, The Last Free Man. I never saw that. I've actually never seen an episode of Murder, She Wrote. Oh, holy <gasps> shit, you're in for it. Yeah. Oh, man. It's like sweet, <laughs> sweet vintage up. 80s. But oh. okay. I love me some Murder, oh. She Wrote. I really, I really, I really uh, like Angela Lansbury, and I like her a lot more than that toaster lady. But yeah, I just her, she doesn't have a memorable face to me. That's why I can't really place her in anything. Um, but yeah, like Adrian was saying, she was in Tuong Fu. Yeah. Um, as one of the townsfolk. Um, she was on, on an episode of Dream On, but that was a, a long time ago. Yeah. Um, she so was, was Dream in on. the yeah. Dark Half. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. But uh, oh God, I haven't seen that movie. She's in, in the ages. Dark Half. She was in um uh Flatliners. The new um, one or the old one? Old one. Oh, no. Nice. From the uh, 90s. And uh, she was in Rain Man. Yep. Um, She was, the thing is, like, she's a brilliant character actor. So she's, like, mm. she's the type of person who's always, like, um, the housewife, the lady at the blah, blah, blah. The, you know. She, she's kind of the southern fried backwoods housewife there. Oh, you want you some squirrel chili? Well, I think we'll my thing is, is as great as you're making her sound, she's no Dick Miller. Dick Miller has a face and a voice you recognize immediately well, in true. other films. You're no and for Dick me, Miller. I just don't see that with well, her. Well, there's so only one Dick all. Miller. He was he was he was he was the fucking psycho artist in that Roger Carmen movie. He was so bitching. Yeah. Uh, I hate you guys. Bucket of blood. <laughs> so writer G. O. Parsons was born September 2nd, 1982, in California. 
Um, I got a 33-day head start on this motherfucker, which is why you've all heard of me and not of him. Um, he wrote an episode of Shark Week in 2011 and some random shorts. Um, and and uh, he was in an episode of Criminal Minds. Oh. <laughs> Um, also, uh, yeah, he, he grew up on the border of, uh, of California and Nevada. Oh. But, uh. And that like Grant Donnie, Lady was his mom. You were saying earlier, like, about, talking about how, um, Cage has no lines in this. Yes. <laughs> and, um, I, I wrote in my notes that, um, I put, is he going to be silent throughout the whole movie? God, I fucking hope so. No, you gotta have the bit where somebody's like, gee, janitor, how come you never talk? Because nobody ever asked me. Yeah. <laughs> Even the movie had to comment on that. He's like, oh, I get it. You're a strong, silent tap. <laughs> okay, well, that was a good Carlo... bit with the with the guy in the tow truck. It's like, I, I know that. Leave the whole past in the rearview mirror. I hear you, cousin. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. Well, when Carlo and I both realized that he was, he was mute, uh, we both kind kind of knew that he was going to have a piffy one liner near the end, but um, and apparently he was supposed to um, <laughs> when he was facing up against uh, the big boss Willie. He was supposed to say, "Come at me, bro." <laughs> wow. uh, of course, uh, so the, the director Lewis said, "Quote." I was really struggling with that. You've got to make that an iconic line. If he's going to say one line in the movie, uh, we would go back and forth with uh, Geo. I always pictured it something like what Bruce says in Evil Dead, groovy. It's got to be something, but yeah, what is no, it? No, it's got to be, bro, do you even lift? <laughs> <laughs> and um, he said in the end, uh, Nick and I decided no lines. And I'm really glad that they did because yeah, he's like Christopher Lee Dracula in the in the in those in those one sequels where he's like, this script is shit. I'm not saying this. <laughs> well, I guess like, that was part of the appeal for for yeah, that's uh, that's what it said. Yeah, yeah, he he wanted something to be uh to be like um. They said that, like he he was he was really into the idea of not having any lines and talking's hard. Um, of course he brought his own uh, stuff into it. Um, he said, uh, "quote Nick is into reptiles. He's into amphibians and he's into dinosaurs. He was the one who was like, hey." Uh, make this thing an alligator. Make this thing a chameleon. Let's get a turtle oh, instead of a regular oh, that's, mammal. That's why the animals all changed from the script. I just read that they yeah. had been changed. I didn't. I didn't realize that was from Cage input. Oh yeah, like weren't they supposed to be like a dog and a cat or something? I'm, I'm not sure what stuff they originally like that. were, but um, but did, did you guys did you guys look at the list of producers at all? Because there actually is a really weird connection with horror movie history on this one. Oh dear. Um, because one of the producers was actor Mark Damon who <laughs> starred with Vincent Price in the 1960 fall of the house of Usher by Roger Corman, the I first movie in the Corman familiar. post cycle. Yeah. But I didn't have time to look it up. So I'm glad that you did. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's like 16 producers, so I don't blame you for not yeah. looking at most of them, but I was like, no way. That's not the same Mark Damon. Is it? And it totally is. He's alive and producing movies. He hasn't appeared in one in like huh. decades, but he's, he's producing. And Nick Cage was a producer as well. Yeah, but he always is, especially when that damn Saturn Films logo comes up. 
Yeah. You know you're in for it when you see the Saturn Films logo. But uh, apparently, uh, and I, I have to, I should say that I, I got a lot of my info from uh, a great article written by, uh, well, actually a couple articles written by Clark Collis and uh, Entertainment Weekly. Um, want to make sure I'm friend I'm of the show credit. Do what now? Friend of the show. Yes. Long time listener. <laughs> <laughs> First time caller. Um, but, oh, that would be awesome actually. But, um, anyway, uh, so in the article, uh, Geo Parsons was saying that, um, he was actually, he was recently diagnosed with a very serious case of COVID and, uh, with the help of doctors and nurses, he recovered, but said he, uh, very nearly didn't make it. He said, uh, I was very close to not making it. Those do- nurses and doctors are the real heroes. I'm doing a lot better every day. I'm getting stronger and feeling more like myself. It was a, a life changing experience for sure. But um, anyway, yeah, he, he grew up on the, the border between California and Nevada. The and lawless said, land. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he said uh, he He said, uh, quote, I was writing and acting in a bunch of plays trying to make a break for myself. It started out like La La Land, where you do a play and one person's in the audience or two people and they're on their cell phone the whole time. And I'm like, this guy is fucking speaking to me right now. Like, God, I I have so La La Land, that's like Ed Wood. (laughs) I mean, I, I don't know about you, Adrian, but like. Um, you with me in theater, like I've been in a couple plays where we had to cancel because we only had like one or uh, like one or two people in the audience. When did you remember that time? Uh, th- that ex of yours, we went to the mark downtown and he was performing, they had that performance space in the other half of the restaurant. Oh, yeah, and, and we went was, there and watched um, him, and nobody else came in. Yeah, even though there were other people spinning, in the restaurant, I think. And yeah. Not, that was the one who wanted to pretend good. he was British. Yes, and he's from Idaho. Yeah, he's from Idaho, and he put on a British accent <laughs> all the time. Oh yeah, and he went. And he to tried a... to convince us that that David Cronenberg had directed The Secretary with with Jill and Boobs when it was patently <laughs> yes. untrue. <laughs> oh, what a fucking moron! It's like, what's it anyway. like to be that full of shit? Yeah. <laughs> But uh, so anyway, he um, turned his plays into awesome happenings where you could bring a friend uh, or bring multiple friends. You could drink and have a good time. And uh, his plays were now immensely successful. And after one of them, uh, a man told him that um, while working on his plays, his breakout potential was limited to however long the play ran. And that if he really wanted to break out, uh, then he should get into movies and that's what made him decide to create this film that's why but, he was um, on that episode of criminal minds <laughs> <laughs> but apparently Alfred lord he, tennyson um, once said he knew a place in reno called boomtown and it was basically like a chuck e cheese's but um but it's in Where reno so like, um, yeah parents would just ditch their kids there uh for the free babysitting basically uh, while they went off to to gamble, I'll watch your kids for you. <laughs> <laughs> gorilla greetings. <laughs> More like gorilla beatings. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but he said, quote, I was like, well, I don't have any money, so I'll keep it a low budget horror movie. Uh, there, there's probably just going to be me doing this, so I'll keep it in one location. And then if I'm running the camera and doing all this other stuff, I probably shouldn't give myself a lot of lines. I'll just have the character be silent the whole time. And he said, he, I, I wanted a movie where they just picked the wrong dude and he mopped the floor with them the entire time. <laughs> but he was, when he was thinking about Boomtown, he was thinking of like, okay, there's my story right there. And the twist. That's is as far that... as he got, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I don't know. I'm with Donnie. I fucking love this. And... You always say that. You say it the same way. <laughs> but it's 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 it was like uh, it's entertaining as fuck, and it's mm. um, like honestly going into it, I had low expectations, and I thought it was just going to be another. Um, Oh Jesus! What was the my last my low expectations saw? were met? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not it's saying it's not kind of cute, but I don't think for me it never it never surpasses that. Like like the concept you see in the trailer, that's what you get yeah. in the film, and you, it never it doesn't, achieved doesn't the greatness really, the trailer provided. It's it's it, it's, it's kind of like kick ass. It's like yeah, that was, that uh, that was cute. You know? I do, but I'm admitting he's right. I'm not saying you can't saying... have it. I'm just I'm just saying like 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 it's you know it's know, the I'm... brow's only so high, you know. I was just well, saying, like, he's yeah. had his movies that I've just been like, fucking really? And I mean, it's uh, a break from stuff like a, store, a score to settle. I mean, you, you yeah. could say that for it, you know? Yeah. But, uh, I mean, but there, there have been movies recently where I'm just like, I was expecting a lot and it just didn't deliver. Well, that's kind of how I felt entering this movie. It's like when all the trailers I saw and everything about it. I'm like fucking sold. I will see this movie the first day it comes out. Not even for the podcast, just even for myself. Yeah. And it's like, I did after I told you guys the movie was out. It's like, I already fucking watched the thing. I'm like, fuck yeah. I want to see this. But when I started watching it, it's like the first five, 10 minutes in, I'm like, Oh sweet Jesus. This isn't a high production. Like the fucking trailer makes it out to look like this it's is true. really, really low. You get, you get, yeah. But, those first five minutes, you're kind of like, I should just turn this off and go watch Rob zombies 33 again. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. See, this but, is like how I felt about jujitsu. Cause I saw the, the trailers and I'm, I mean, just, hearing, okay. It's better like, than jujitsu. Let's get that out, out of the way yeah. right away. You know? Yeah. It, yes. It's better than jujitsu. It's not that bad. I mean, but I mean, just but, hearing yeah. the premise for jujitsu, I'm like, fuck. Yes. Like this is going to uh, rock so fucking hard. This I, is going to be amazing. By and now we I should was... know how often the Nicolas Cage movies are not going to rock hard. That's most yeah. of the time. Like that's, that's the, that's the lesson we learned. Like the, the fun zany Nicolas Cage, like those were, those were well, fleeting moments. That's what I'm saying. Cause with this movie, I was expecting the same thing. I was just like, yeah. oh, it's just going to be another jujitsu. It sounds fucking great in theory, but it's just going to be shit. And it's just writing off of the, uh, the success of, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, um, but no. I mean, like I Five Nights really at Freddy's, I could give a fuck it. one way or another. Like, you know, yeah. I just, I just figured like everybody else pointed that out. We're not going to not point it out. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. although, I, frankly, I'm, I'm sick as fuck of Five Nights at Freddy's just because, like, you know, I'm on art sites on the internet, and it, and it's all fandom shit for numerous yeah. standard things, and for some reason, Five Nights at Freddy's, as much as those other established properties, it's like, why is this um, holding court with something that's been around since the '80s? I don't get and it. And like Carla was saying, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's is just like the meme game you know yeah, yeah. 
Because it's but, it's fucking everywhere. There's merch everywhere. And, apparently, there's um, like twenty five or like different games in the series, and there's like books, and there's like fifteen of those. Well, yeah, because mm. they built a whole fucking lore around it. And the guy he, mm. the guy tried making a legitimate game on his own that was like Duck Hunt, and people hated oh. the game. They said it sucked, and they said the dog that he had or a helper you have to help you with the ducks you kill looked scary as fuck. And they told him he should go make a, a horror game. So the guy did. And it's like, that's how he came about making fucking Five Nights at Freddy's. What, the and shit that people it. are scared of these days. Well, no, that's, what, that's what even got me. Because it, it's the same thing that happened with Starship Troopers. When that came out, I had all these friends saying, oh, my God, this is like the bloodiest fucking movie ever. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll go and see it. It's like, dude, this is entirely satire. It's not. Yeah, horror. it's it's a but, it's a fucking Verhoeven movie. It's just. For yeah, the but it's the same yeah. thing with Five Nights at Freddy's. All these people like it's the scariest fucking game ever made. And like, no, it should be called Jump Scare the Game because the whole yeah. thing relies yeah, on you playing it with earphones on. So that way you have yeah. a screaming voice in your head. And you got to have the flicker the in the face you. right up in your face. Like, yeah. it's like, like oh, it got to say that it is uh, a great example of taking notes and like, and, yeah. and actually making something out of it. He, he had a failed game before yeah. people were saying like, oh, you should make it a horror game. <laughs> and he's like, okay. Yeah, but that's what's funny is like I I didn't enjoy the first game. I played the third one and really enjoyed it a lot. But I give the guy credit because he took something and made a shit ton of money with yeah. it. But he also was able, I think, by part five. I want to say it was part five. He fucking reinvented the goddamn game that he made that was getting stale and tired. And he made it go from, okay, you're a security guard watching all these cameras. It has all these operations you have to do. To being a fucking kid locked in his room at night where you have to check the bed behind you. You have to check the oh, closet yeah, for monsters. Okay. And you have I to saw check critical the, play some of that one. Yeah, yeah, you have to check the left and right door beside you. And you have to use your fucking earphones for this. You have to listen for sounds and footsteps to know where the fuck these things oh. are going to pop up at. It's like that legitimately was a good idea. It actually gave the yeah. game something good. So kudos on him for redoing it. run the door. Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, it's just, again, going back to the movie, I had high expectations because I thought this is going to be fucking badass. But then it turned on. It's like, oh, God, this is low budget. Oh, God, why is this girl being so bitchy tied to a radiator or chained to it? And then it's like the movie brought me back in once he started beating the shit out of the, what was it, the um, ostrich? Yeah. <laughs> Oh. And then it's like by the time he fucking curb stomped the gorilla in the yeah. goddamn men's <laughs> bathroom. Yeah, that's running right now, the gorilla greeting scene. Yeah. I was like, motherfuckers, like I love this fucking movie. Yeah. And then on top of it, I was like, how the fuck is he gonna clean this whole goddamn place? It's like every room he cleaned ended up getting the shit kicked out of it. But then somehow But spoilers, you notice that even before the things are coming at him, he's not doing a very good job. No, but that's what got me and made me laugh. Even by the fucking end, the entire place looks immaculate. He somehow replaced yep, the broken glass <laughs> and the fucking tiles on the wall that he bashed himself. It was and the end the of weird science through. all of a sudden. Yeah, it's and like all the shit's the back on the tables. Like he he does, when when the the ostrich, the first person or first uh, robot to attack, uh, comes up to him, and you know he's like he's nudging it with his mop. 
And uh, when it it says it's going to eat his face and it attacks him, he doesn't, he's like not even fucking phased at all. No, no. And he, and later he's in handcuffs and he he breaks the fucking handcuffs. And so I was thinking, and he keeps uh, like having to take breaks because his little. Well, they told uh, him to pace himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take breaks. Yeah, and his little uh, digital watch keeps going off, and so he he goes away. He he takes a a drink. He uh, drinks one of his. He drinks his, uh, his punch, punch soda. Drink. We don't know what it <laughs> tastes like. The cans are purplish. Possibly it's grape. I think it was grape. And I got the line. It should have been grape ape. Yeah, what was the line on the can? Rape ape. What should have been rape ape too? Yeah, no. (laughs) Viscous white soda. It was um uh okay. So the the drink is called punch. Yeah. And it says a fistful of caffeine for your kisser. Yes. And so, so part of me was like wondering, okay, is he supposed to be like the main character in the game? Cause he doesn't have any lines. He doesn't talk and he needs to re-energize and like the game that he, this has nothing to do with. Well, technically well, it doesn't. And I mean, he's got like, he's got, it's true. he's not hanging out in the a, office, like closing the door and shit, you know? <laughs> yes. Well, he re-energizes really? with the caffeine drink and a caffeinated drink. Get, yeah, and yeah. he like has a med pack of like <laughs> of uh, duct tape. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Every time he gets wounded, he duct tapes himself shut again. Yeah. So I was wondering. Part of it, I was thinking, like, is he supposed to be like the lead character in the game? And then I was thinking, well, is he a robot or what's going on? Especially because at one point he's, um, I think it's when he's facing off against Willie. He kind of like does this thing with his his head where it's like nodding up and down like like a stutter he's nodding along with the robot yeah i am so fucking happy that they never said why they never explained why he he they don't explain him because he's just nicholas cage they they explain everything else though and and there's there's a tied to radiator selena gomez chick who's like her parts are like a sci-fi original movie very. Um, that's true um but, I mean, did you guys like, ever see the steven seagal movie against the dark thankfully no, no. <laughs> i feel like this is just that where they took like that like a, like a young people like in the future running from vampires movie and just threw seagal in there i feel mm-hmm. i feel like this is this is this is, this is, there's there's some there's some similarities there i'm not saying this is as bad as a steven seagal movie well like throughout the movie he's he's like he just keeps cleaning methodically and mm-hmm. taking his break. Uh, even if like, <laughs> I fucking love that scene where he's, <laughs> they're facing off against the uh, chameleon, cami chameleon. Yeah. And, and his watch beeps, he hands her the, the switchblade and he goes to play the, the pinball machine. Cause it's time for his break. Or you could just finish all my lines. <laughs> but yeah. And I was thinking like, God, that would be like if we were facing off against like demonic or possessed uh, robots, that would be you guys. Like, I feel like... what you got this <laughs> exactly. You're, you're like, taking it back. You're a strong woman. You got exactly. This. <laughs> you're all about the strong feminist forward. So yeah, 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 real strong. 
Except you guys wouldn't even give me a fucking knife. I think you, you'd give me no, like a No, you don't get some knife. shit already. Whatever. You probably got something <laughs> on your keychain. You All you need it is with a slow rooms. motion camera and a fucking fan blowing your hair. Yeah, and... that's it. That makes you win. That makes you win, man. What makes you stronger? <laughs> oh, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. It's like, don't worry, boys. I got this. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I like I like the idea of him going to play pinball and they hand it off with the switchblade thing. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, that was I, fun. I, I like the idea of it. I would have liked it maybe with a little bit better timing. Um, but I'm, I'm saying, not- like, there's also that part where she's about to stab um, Sarah, uh, Sarah Siren. Yeah. Uh, because they're all yeah. they're all being you know, doing their, their floor show or whatever. And she doesn't seem to be possessed at the moment. And he stops her. And I I couldn't tell like in that moment, if it's because he's like, I'm the janitor, like, don't make another mess. Don't, you know, ruin one of these robots. Or if it's because, I mean, fuck, maybe he's on the spectrum and he's like, he or he's just like, I'm going to fuck this later. Don't fuck it up. Yeah, maybe. If there was more of that, I think I would have enjoyed it more if he just keeps thwarting them and he's like, he's going to do it always at his own pace. Yeah. They're about to burn the place down. He mops up their gasoline. Yeah. He's the employee. He knows something they don't. And like, and you're supposed to kill them only when they're acting demonic or whatever. I mean, that would, that would have been an explanation of why, why, why the, why the animatronic guys are just standing there the whole time. It's like, Oh my God, they're going to kill us all. It's like, yeah, they're standing right there. You could just get them. Yeah, exactly. Um, Or like I was thinking, um, with the, although he was rain man, I would have liked it better. (laughs) I was thinking like, okay, you've got a, a shotgun and this guy is killing all of them off it sounds like he's taking care of your problem for you he's not (laughs) locked in here with them they're locked in here with him isn't that wacky but like i'm just saying that i'm glad that they never answered the questions i had about his character uh because i think it's better just left unsaid i i I think i would have been pissed if they would have been like uh yeah, he goes from town to town saving, you know, these these people from demo- uh from uh pe- from whatever inanimate objects that are possessed by uh serial killers or whatever, you know. Like I think that would have really fucked it up for me. But it was it was funny, it was fun and it made no sense and I think that's part of the why I loved it because you don't have to overthink it. You don't have to think mm. about it at all. Just fucking enjoy it. I guess you could. <laughs> I would have, I would have liked it better if I'd felt the 1984 a little bit more. I didn't like the way that they did the characters, the, 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 the Willie and company. I, I, That's what kind of got me too. Is I kept forgetting the time period this takes place in. Yeah, well, I think it's supposed, supposed to be, be present 84? day. It was supposed to have been yeah. founded in 1984. The the the, the restaurant oh, yeah. was. Yeah. The and and they have the phone. they have the illustrations of the characters on the wall. They're supposed to be kind of Hanna Barbera ish, but there's yeah. there's still the modern lilt to it. You know, where you can tell yeah. like, yeah, nobody drew this in 1984. You know, like oh, you know, I don't know. Like I I would I would I would have liked a little bit more aesthetical care. Uh, and well, I would have liked it if, if the characters were a little bit more offbeat and quirkier. You know, a little bit more Panos Cosmatos. And cami chameleon's colors keep changing so I mean, well yeah, yeah she's a chameleon yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, i'm really I good i'm not like the others 
I would have liked it if they changed Willy from a weasel to something else because the costume for the animatronic just looked really fucking wonky. What it was, was the same the thing arms? for Sarah Siren. It's like, okay, it's just a woman wearing it's just a, a woman wearing a ma- mask. paper mache mask. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a pixie. And yeah, apparently the only puppet they had was for Ozzy the ostrich. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. You can't get a person's head into that, you know? No. I mean, I appreciate that they're not, like, fully CGI at every turn, although there are some CGI effects. They make their eyes dilate, and I thought that was lame. It's like, if you're going to start employing effects, mm-hmm. give me some industrial light and magic shit with, like, souls shooting out of them. Thank <laughs> you. Well, and I guess if you if you think of it from that angle, then it it was um, a little bit like Panos, uh, Panos's movies, where, like, a bunch of crazy shit happens and it like why why is this happening why is he like that it, it's just fucking forget it like you don't need an answer just just watch it well no the just idea is, is that yeah but but panos is closer to like what david lynch does where like there is yeah. something there and he's gonna make you wonder about it and you'll figure it out or you won't well i'm you not know? saying that that these guys are as good as panos or and i'm yeah. not saying that we're all on the same page there. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm i'm definitely not saying this is a, a brilliant film and it should be studied no nobody's saying that um i'm just saying that it's a great I, fucking experience I, I, i'm glad you two got to have fun because that's so rare with the movies that we have to do <laughs> with the movies in the Netflix series is um no I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm just saying like these these are the things that held it back for me they fall through the roof and they fall into the ball pit and it's like yeah, that, oh yeah that ain't a real ball pit I'm glad no. there is a ball pit because I think ball pits are hella fun but like no that Come on, I've been to Chuck E. Cheese. I know what a fucking ball pit looks like, motherfucker. No, that's a ball pit you make when you decide drunkenly at 4 a.m. to go to Walmart. Like, oh, my God, they're selling 400 fucking balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one bucks. guy buys all the balls with his EBT cash, and another guy, like, puts together four of Grandma's bedheads, and they're like, man, yeah. ball pit, wicked. Oh, I hit the floor. There's still a stool the in there. Like, hipster fuck that's up. like... You know, the hipster is like, hey, I saw a YouTube video where it showed how we can make our own ball pit with our square sofas. <laughs> mm, I also made some giant bath beads to put into the swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> and I also made some homemade bath salt. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. I, I just made a dildo. <laughs> um... But I, I didn't notice the first time watching it, but the second time, I in the beginning, um, when he, after he just put the, what do they call it, the zigzags in his trunk, yeah. the, the spikes in the road, mm-hmm. um, he puts them in his tr- the trunk of his car, which is like, okay, why are you doing that? But um, also, he he gets one of the, the punch sodas, and then he stands yeah. by his car and this is the part I didn't notice before. His shadow is rapidly changing. Yeah, because he's standing there that, for that long. It's like Terminator he's, 2. Yeah. He's just been standing there doing nothing. Yeah, he's just getting a sunburn moving. on one side of his face all day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I love even more. Like, I just love that the, the only thing he felt he needed to take from his car was his punch soda. Yes, <laughs> his sack of punch. <laughs> like I'm drinking my stacker too, and that that was that was rare to find at one point. I would have stabbed kittens to get some. You know, you gotta have your drink, Aww. man. <laughs> and I do have to say, it's funny to me with this movie that if you look at it on uh, just Google the movie, there are threads on Reddit. About how the only thing that could have killed Nicolas Cage's character 
was the amount of caffeine he had ingested through the entire <laughs> eight hour shift. Well, if your tolerance gets higher, you know. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause yeah, that was a little insane. But he had to uh he had to to have his fuel to to yeah. kill off the animatronic. Well, he's working hard because he's cleaning and he's killing robots and he's saving stupid teens. So it's like it's like when you're a farmer where you're expending more calories. You just got to eat more. And well, he's what, owning it pinball. Well, that's what made me laugh. That's two things that made me laugh hysterically with this is that in this world they created pinball machines have a pause button, apparently, because his score just kept climbing each break he had. And the second was the part I laughed when the girl and her friends arrived to save him and tell him, dude, this place is cursed. You're going to die. You got to get out of here. We're going to save you. And he's just like, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> it's like he knew what he was doing. He was doing okay. This was his job. He figured he was hired for to get his beautiful car back since the town, they never explained it. The town has no electric devices. No, no internet. Yeah. No internet. And he couldn't use an ATM because it's broken. But they it's, only it's forfeiture corridor. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's it's his character from Drive Angry. I think he had the same boots too. You sure it's it not uh, his his character from Running with the Devil because that one also ran a kid's pizza parlor? <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. it could be. Like, I remember this place getting closed down. <laughs> or hear me out. He is Dr. Sam Beckett and he just well, leaped into this body and he's like, no, I've got to clean this fucking place and it, I'm going to stay alive and keep this guy alive. So I'm going to kill these animatronic fucks and I'm just going to clean this fucking place until it's spick span and then I can leap. <laughs> Maybe my next sleep will be the next sleep home. Shouldn't a satanic kid show have had Alice Cooper songs in it? You would think so. They but also, that's something that kind of puzzled me with their background is the fact they said that those people in the suits would take families back to their fun room and then murder them. Yeah, because it's 1984 and this? Satanic Panic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's just, yeah. yeah. Nobody happened to notice multiple families going missing that went there. And all no, no, mess. nobody would notice that in the mid '80s when people were hella paranoid about that exact thing. Yeah, that was the super happy fun room. Yes, where the two yeah. people died having the sexes. They had Dang the in. sex. Yeah, yeah. Well, the well, Allie alligator. He is silently <laughs> watched. Excuse me, Artie alligator. It's watching watch. us. Then let's give it a show. <laughs> Yeah, One of us is going to get killed, so let's have sex first. Well, at first I thought, like, the way that she was talking, I thought, like, maybe, oh, maybe she's, like, a, a Satanist who's, like, oh. a big fan of them, and she wants to be one of them oh i thought you but were going with that she was going to pull out the animatronic dick from the crocodile and suck yeah. it off. <laughs> <laughs> if this had gone full it. trauma i'd be appreciating this <laughs> but speaking of that character um i was okay that that's one thing i really did not fucking like about the movie i it was hard to tell whether she was a shitty actress or it was a shitty character <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> how often like, do we run into this a lot a lot <laughs> yeah. 
And I think that she might actually be a decent actor. It was just a shitty ass character. Well, you know, in the movies, they treat actresses very interchangeably. And a lot yes. of the ones who rise to the top are super interchangeable. It's like, I don't get it. Is this Amy Adams or Rachel McAdams? Oh, God, I got a headache right now. <laughs> she made me think of a Mira Sorvino character, but I can't quite place my finger on it, which one oh. it was. If you don't know what it is, but... don't put your finger on it. <laughs> But I mean, like, like the very beginning, her first fucking line was with the, uh, yeah, burn, baby, burn. Yeah, she, she's the one, <laughs> she's or like, like oh, all no. the stupid guys who are doofuses are looking around for a thing to fix the handcuffs, but she uses a hairpin. She's so clever. I use my woman's intuition to get myself out of situations. I thought she had a crush on her and was going to fuck her, but no. They, oh, they oh you thought they were going to go exploitive where they just start making well, out while she's tied too. up? And like right in front of the guy that had the hots for her? Yeah, it's like, you watch this as I do it. <laughs> that would be the same you and the alligator. she sucks off the alligator. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then like she gets I hot see. plastic sperm in her face. Yeah, your dick's so small even you can't find it as Artie and uh and uh the chick with a strap on they just like fire pull the <laughs> fire pull live and make him watch oh my god and that's when everybody realizes that they're animatronic figures that are stuck to the stage and all they have to do is stay out of range of them yeah <laughs> I swear I'm not drunk enough to be making this up because it was a real fucking thing. Uh But there was a horror movie I saw about a beautiful lesbian couple and this girl had gotten pregnant. They were going to have a daughter. She ended up losing the baby and she ends up obsessing over this woman and her baby. And it turns out the woman she obsessed over is murderous and kills the girl. And the lesbian lover thinks that the husband killed her girlfriend who was pregnant So she decides to find the guy, and when she does, she brings with her a gargantuan strap-on because she plans to (laughs) fuck him first before she kills him. This is the kind of movie you'd see. It is. That reminds me of Inception. Summer? (laughs) Oh, Inception. (laughs) Dickception. Remember that part in Inception where Juno rapes Leonardo DiCaprio in the butt with a strap-on, and she puts studs on it from a bracelet? He's like, ow, ow, what are you doing in my behind? She whispers to him, I'm raping your ass in three realities. And that's the whole reason I I went to the theater to see it. I mean, And that's why Inception Shin was a sequel to Hard Candy. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, so um, apparently uh, Parsons was saying that um, a lot of people would read it and be like, you know, they were trying to make sense out of it. Like, why isn't he running away? And why is he still fucking cleaning? Because if he was running away, yeah. there'd be no movie. Well, they were saying, like, nobody's going to watch this thing. But apparently, um, Nicolas Cage was, like, being a real, um, uh, like, uh, 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 supporter for them, I oh, guess. He's the one who made and... it happen, it sounds like. Yeah, because he was going around saying, no, this is exactly the kind of movie which needs to be made. <laughs> it's like, really I agree. Do. do we know what G.O. stands for? 
If you're suffering depression, he is the best guardian you could ever ask for to just follow you around and go, come on, you got this, you can do it. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Nicolas Cage. I really want that now. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to take a shit, Nick. Can you, um, can you, I, shit I just coach. A, just a minute. I, yeah. uh, if I can just be, yeah, you have for, to, you have to call him no. coach. He, he likes it. He responds better when you call him coach. <laughs> He's a method actor. So. Speaking of, of, uh, of busting off a rigid lope and then sucking the poop splinters up back into Ooh. your soft splinter sphincter. Um, what? <laughs> that was supposed to be a segue. Go with it. Go with it. Yeah. Uh, sp- speaking of that, 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 that image, uh, Donnie, what did the sphincters on uh, Amazon think of this? Oh, I did some digging because okay. there are not that many people that hated this film. Apparently. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. What's yeah one more. See it'll balance out. Yeah. So let's see. My fandom for Nicholas cage has dropped even further to all time low. I think the joke is on us for watching this. I expect more from the animatronic fight scenes in a 2021 movie. The oh, acting Jesus. wasn't oh, good. And wanted, Nicolas Cage yeah. doesn't say a single word. Not worth watching. Ever. Are you fucking kidding me? Like he yeah, needs no, to they, talk they, for it no, to be a good movie. They wanted 3D CGI Michael Bay type renders of him fighting the puppets and kicking them in midair while saying like, "Yeah, watch your back, bitch." Yeah, welcome to Earth. <laughs> yeah, you know, I read an article that was talking, kind of talking about that, and like saying that everybody's expecting it to be a, a full-on cagey cage movie. But he doesn't have any lines, which is a very so cagey thing be, to do. Yeah, yeah which, it's like him doing a voice at that same uh, kind of decision. Cagey if he's hmm. not doing his weird uh, line deliveries, and it's like um, that's not all there is to him. He's got that. Face. I just, I just kind of look at him like yeah, Snake Plissken. It's like he just he doesn't do request. Yeah, but let's see. We also had. Can this be his worst movie ever? It's got to be in the running. To make the movie worse is bad acting and Cage no speaking through the whole movie. Yeah, and what the noticing fuck a with theme. These people? I know. And lastly, Nicolas Cage doesn't even talk in this movie. <laughs> the animatronics is so unrealistic and not believable. I expected well, more no. from Nicolas Cage. Not worth it. I wasted my money. Jesus I think that Christ, people would have liked people. it better if the, if the, if there were the uh, if there were the visible joints like in Five Nights at Freddy's because all the fan art has yeah. the visible joints yeah. and they'll even apply that to things that aren't Five Nights at Freddy's type characters. And I'm shaking I my mean, fist that's... there, going like, "I'm looking for porn. I don't want to see creepy robot joints on my porn." Well, yeah, that's just it too. Even all the furry porn that they make for all the freaking so Rule Thirty Four on Five Nights at Freddy's, porn. it's just they're horrible. But even though, I mean, I get what they're saying, because if you're expecting Five Nights at Freddy's, those things are made to look fucking ridiculously scary. Mm -hmm. These things were made practical. It's like these were fucking Muppet suits that look like something you would have seen at the time. Kind of. Yeah. Well, they're they're rattling on about it being this is 2021. It's like, yeah, this movie only cost five million dollars in 2021. You got to temper what you're looking for. I I mean, I would have liked the figures uh, done better as well. But like, yeah. hmm. But, but to me, it's kind that, of like I've... the, the it's okay. it's the difference between like the fucking Conjuring movies when they're all like the Annabelle doll. It's the scariest fucking thing ever. 
And if you yeah. see the actual Annabelle doll, it's like a fucking four foot doll that does not look. I mean, it looks it's a kind of fucking Ann, creepy. Basically. Yeah, it's a Raggedy Ann doll. Yeah. But it's not like in the movie where it's cut up dirty as fuck. And it looks like this thing is just instant. It's well, like, why does it take that butt fuck full of now. demons? You know, like, 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 because like, that's what know, people need. Like, they if, need like if you look at something like The Exorcist, it's not like not everything's spattered with things. In fact, a lot of scenes are eerily clean, you know? Yes. But that's just how people are. It has to be just oozing out the ass with evil for people to go, oh my God, it's scary. It's it's give like, me, me my threshold for, for being frightened is ridiculous. Yeah, I bet these but, would be these same people would be like would fucking love it if they kept that line. Of the yeah, no, role. that's what that's what they were looking for. They'd be for. like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, they would have been. Yeah. If we were able to see movies in the theater right now, those are the people that we'd be wishing dead with our eyes. Yeah. yeah. Or if yeah. they had started inserting like heavy metal songs during the fights and rap music and. Yeah, yeah, no, I, in fact, uh, you know, yeah, you're right. Ups. At least it didn't go like drive angry. What's well, like, hey, guys, let's get some 70s rock hits and rock this up. It's like, yeah, well, of course, they do have Freebird at one point. That's, yeah. that's, that's the closest they get. But and everything I, else you know, is made by, um, I don't know how to correctly pronounce it. Um, Linda, just go for it. It <laughs> looks like uh, it, uh, it It's like E with one of those. Um, Futois. What do you uh-huh. call them? Not a. Not a tilde, but um, like if it's a lowercase e and it has one of these little That's a schwa. schwas or whatever, right. yeah, it should be like pronounced cafe, but uh, it's at the beginning and it's capital E. So Carlos says that it should be a long e, but anyway, it's e t o i, and I fucking love the song with the uh, six chickens. Oh, God. You would. At the end of life. <laughs> you would. I do. And it re- it makes me think of like a, it's, it's to me, it sounds uh, Danny Elfman uh, slash oh, Boingo oh, Boingo-esque. You're such a nerd. Nerd. Whereas I'm <laughs> okay sitting here that. wishing it was, welcome to my nightmare. I think you're gonna like it. <laughs> if you're gonna feel you belong. Well, apparently they um they finally got the uh funding and uh the movie was greenlit on uh Halloween of 2019. Halloween. But with uh apparently Nicolas Cage only had one month available from February until March and uh, of last year mm-hmm. and so uh they were saying quote if we can't get it done in that time movie ain't gonna happen it was all hands on deck everybody go 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 during the holidays find the sets find the crew build the animatronics storyboard the entire movie get everything oh, ready to go okay. before february 1st that explains had some something of this. gone wrong yeah. yeah see one thing to delay us a week or 10 days or whatever it would have absolutely ended the film I guess that's why there's so many scenes the cage isn't in. <laughs> now, was there any yeah. legal troubles with this film? Okay, see. Oh, Wally. I'm actually really, uh, I'm curious about this because um, I don't know if it's like some weird Mandela effect or something, but I distinctly remember it starting off as Wally's Wonderland. But then there was a period of time where they couldn't leak any pictures and they couldn't give like a a trailer or anything. 
because it was up in the air whether it was going to be Wally's or Willie's because of legal issues. And yeah, that's what Wikipedia are... said. Yeah. yeah, and there are some people that say that, like, yeah, there were legal, legal issues because there already was a Wally's Wonderland. But then also um, in, what was it, a uh, family... Why am I like the totally National Lampoon's Family that. Vacation? Yeah, family Wally Vacation. Um, they go to Wally World. Yeah. Oh, so, Wally World. Oh, they thought that was too close. Maybe I don't know. I, this is it's just speculation on my and part. Because, like, I, I the moose at the door should have told you. But I, I couldn't find anything that that said for sure what actually happened, and I, I, I was a little hesitant to rely on uh, Wikipedia for it. But, um, but they, you know, it said, might be illegal. We can't reveal any more than that. <laughs> they can't yeah. say who sued I, yeah. them, you know? I mean, that's, that's true. And that's how it uh, should be sometimes. But they <clears throat> say that, uh, like according to Lewis, he said that they just decided that Willie's Wonderland sounded better. He said, quote, yeah, it was called Wally's Wonderland. And we just decided at the end of the day, we'd change it to Willie's. I think it was just, you know, Wally's world and stuff. We felt that Willie's was a better fit. Okay, I like this part. Oh, Nick liked Willie's too. So we went with Willie's. He just <laughs> said that to save face. He's embarrassed after getting all sued. Yeah. But I, I like, do, guys, I come on. I just got divorced again. Let's not do this. Yeah. <laughs> But I distinctly remember there being like a, a, a period of time where they said like they had to change the signs in the background and they had to change the shirt and that he was wearing. And, you know, like you were paying more attention than I was. Damn. I want to yeah. say that Nicolas Cage even said it like that. They couldn't they couldn't um, tease any pictures or anything because it was up in the air. So I don't know. Maybe he wasn't supposed to say it. I don't know. But um, that would explain why you can't really find anything on it because, like, they wanted to make it hush-hush. I don't know. Hush-hush. So that's our, our, uh, uh, what do you call it, clickbait for this episode of, like, what Nicolas Cage said that they don't want you to know. (laughs) The real scoop here exclusively on Cage's Kiss. You heard it here here first. The real story is this is basically the golden, the Goban Globus version of Five Nights at Freddy's before the Five Nights at Freddy's film gets put out. Because they should have had Dolphin in there. Oh, maybe he, maybe he'll play Golden Freddy. (laughs) (laughs) But um, they, oh God, who was that? Yeah, somebody's making a a movie, and it. I want to say it's Chris Columbus, but I don't think it's Chris Columbus. Yeah. Shit. That's real. Like, I I read about it, and I don't know why I didn't put it in my notes. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, But they said, uh, um, Lewis also said, quote, Nick was a great partner. The guy worked tirelessly, man. He did not hang out at his trailer. He hung out by the set, right by the camera, knew what we were doing, went in and did it. It was funny because I said, I only have time to do two to three takes, Nick. And he goes, well, Kevin, I like to do it in one. I was like, sounds good to me. (laughs) One take cage. (laughs) And in the scene near the end, after he killed Artie Alligator, uh, where he's playing pinball and dancing to Willie's Wonderland theme song. um, I remember thinking it was fantastic 
fucking tastic and that he had to have added that himself. And of course he fucking did. Um, Lewis said, Oh, that was fantastic. I had like three cameras set. The idea was that him playing pinball was like leveling up in a video game. He'd beat Gus. And after he beat Gus, he'd go and play pinball. Anyway, we let the cameras roll and he did all that himself, man. It was just incredible. The crew was applauding him at the end. I called him that night and said, seeing your work today, that's why I make movies. <laughs> seeing you shake and slap your ass, Nick, that's why I wanted you in this movie. That's why I did Malibu Spring Break. Wait a <laughs> What you doing, Nick? Are you, are you in the hot tub? How's, how's the water feel? <laughs> what you bubbles? thinking about? <laughs> are, are you in your shorts you had on earlier? Are you commando? <laughs> Did you get you one of those big up? old bubbles in your swimsuit? That feels funny <laughs> when that happens. <laughs> Can you open up the drapes? I kind of can't see much, Nick. <laughs> but, Nick, um, your neighbor's dog is really creepy. Make him go away. <laughs> would would it be crazy if if would it be crazy if I joined you and, and we held hands? <laughs> Wouldn't that just be crazy? Like, like what if I kind of slipped a little bit what and if? fell against you? Like uh, uh. speaking of embarrassing air bubbles and bathing shorts, uh, was there anything for your segment, Linda? Well, uh, I'm glad you asked, but uh, I I still have a couple things more I wanted to share. Oh. Um, do you? I do. Can at least say that there's a couple of things you'd like to share naked. Oh. Because of what oh. her name of her segment is. Yeah. No. No. Oh. No. Sure, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> but, I mean, he said in his quote that the idea was that he was, like, leveling up in a video game. So isn't that kind yeah. of another, like, I mean... I don't know. That sounds a little to me like, uh, yeah, I mean, like in another video game, not Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> yeah, but there is no leveling in that game. Oh, uh, yeah. OK, well, I, I I don't know. I can't judge it because I've never played it, but um, it's entirely possible they never did either. They uh, they also talked about uh, the possibilities of sequels. And it, and it sounds very so do likely. We. <laughs> yeah. Well, he said, um, you know, how do you tell this? Oh, well, Parsons said, like, how do you tell the same joke twice? Does he take on someone new, somebody new, a new bad guy, a new monster? Well, yes, that would be great. But then what about the stars of the show? What, which are the animatronics? You've got to bring them back. Um, my my wife pitched a team up where he and Willie have to fight a new foe together. I have an idea, but it's only an idea at this stage. I don't want to see him team up with Willie. I I just think that would be really. Well, shit. he I has the ghost of a devil rapist in him. I mean, he yeah. may as well just go to the hood and then go to space. I mean, like, don't fucking do it, dude. Like. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just it, it's, there. It's never going to happen. They're not going to have a sequel. Uh, well, I'm I'm okay to it with a sequel, but um, just not nothing stupid like that. Only like, a couple like, of cage sequels have come to fruition. It's kind of like, like Tom Cruise. Yeah, even just sequels like team up with Willie. Why? 
No, sequels to films like this never happened. Mm. The same way as we never got our sequel to Bubba Hotep with the three oh, vampires. Yeah. Oh. Instead, you ended up getting a comic book of that. So this likely would go that route because you're not going to get the same thing. It's like, no, you just, you can't. Plus, I don't There's know how they calculate no profit from movies that mostly just went to streaming. Yeah, mm. but I mean, it's it's just how Hollywood works because this movie was on a low budget it's somebody's passion project. Passion projects rarely ever follow through with a sequel. People talk about it, but it never I don't happens. I think it's a passion project. Honestly, I think the way it was you're just... describing how the guy came about with it, it kind of sounds like it was. Well, for Parsons, it sounds like he was just like, this would be cool. This would be cool. This would be cool. Yeah. Lewis, uh, he sounds but more it's... like the passion project. But it's still the whole matter of films like this, they don't get sequels, but films like Monster Hunter. Which is doing poorly <laughs> and also was banned from fucking China after one day is going to get a sequel a couple years from now. I mean, it's a Paul it's W.S. Just, Anderson movie. Of course, it's getting a sequel. Yeah. He's a turd. Exactly. Everything he does gets a sequel. <laughs> and he uh, always, just like Rob Zombie, puts his goddamn wife in every fucking one of them. Sometimes it's fine, though. Like, like uh, Lords of yeah. Salem, that was great. Oh yeah. my God! No. Yeah, no. Uh, that was my favorite one. Yeah. For, oh, actually, I haven't seen that. After one. After House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, yeah. You're gonna have to because it has fucking witch yeah, bitches. It's on but. our list. But um, Lewis, I I believe uh, what you were saying, like with the the um, passion project, because uh, the director Lewis said. Uh, Quote, Willy's Wonderland is like a retro throwback to the 80s. I grew up with Sam Raimi and Evil Dead and those kinds of fun 80s horror and action horror films. This was made, and I truly mean this, this was made by a fanboy for all the fanboys and girls. Yeah. And, like, I, I loved it. I loved watching it. I, I was thoroughly entertained. But I did have some issues with it, like the the stupid blonde character, um, the the weird like lighting the the filter the light filter i know that usually gets it for you adrian you, yeah um, the, the, yeah for those people who are never going to watch it uh oh, there's a lot of scenes with a yellow filter a really distracting yellow filter yeah. and they're like oh this is old this is going to make it look more old it's like no this is going to make it look like a movie from 2021 that didn't cost that much you know yeah, and then and then the dark scenes it where it's all purpley um and those are the scenes where it looks like, okay, okay, this is the part, I think, where they're trying to do Panos Cosmotos, except he did his shit with film, and, and, and he, he did, like, lighting techniques mm -hmm. and shit, whereas a lot of this is kind of like a, a hip-hop music video where they throw in the horizontal lens flares. I was um, thinking exactly that. It was like a, yeah. a music video, like the the fight with Willie, where it's like, okay, now it's going to be all disoriented, yeah. and, uh, and there's then, confetti, and there's lights, and right. there's lens flares, and... Well, th that that wasn't the most distracting f thing for me. It was the fact that what was behind the filters needed work, and it didn't disguise it. You know, like the part where like, mm -hmm. each time he kills one of these electronic characters, they add sparks and post. And you can always really tell when they do that, <laughs> yeah. like because 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 they 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 had the the frame rates too high, you know. It's 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 rendered too cleanly. It doesn't look like a thing that was ever photographed through a lens, um, you know. And the fact yeah. that the designs don't really hit home is is having been nineteen eighty four designs in the first place, like the two tone thing on Willie, and it looks very contemporary, a contemporary thing trying to look old. It's just something film students do. And it's yeah. like what they did with the uh, Paranormal Activities first movie. They took a Canon 
huge XLR camera, I think it was. It was like a, it was a big fucking new digital camera at the time, and they put in all these filters to make it look like a VHS. Oh yeah. Oh just, yeah. You just reminded um, me. This other this this one also has the thing where it zooms in on a TV, and it's an image that isn't on a TV, like really yeah. obviously. Yeah. That bothers the shit out of me. It's like just pipe it through a TV. Yeah. <laughs> but while we're talking about that. Why does Tex have such an obviously fake mustache? What is going on there? Because it's all fake, man. It's all part of the show. (laughs) That was so fucking, such a weird fucking choice. You're part of the team now. Why aren't I Tom Uh, Skerritt? I don't know. Are we ready for your segment? No. We've been talking about uh, sequels, though. That's ready for a segment. I have one question. (laughs) Okay. um, For Donnie. You're really into this one. No shit. <laughs> I told you I did a lot of research. I guess this okay. is um this is my own personal question for Donnie. Go for it already. Well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a question. Yeah. Uh, fuck you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> out of this interview. <laughs> Do you ever feel like Cage with the truck driver? The truck driver being me or Adrian with a meat stick in our mouth. <laughs> No. Oh, don't don't talk much, huh? Just like to look in the rearview mirror, leave your past in the past, huh? Yeah, I well, that's think... cool. But these kids over here, you know, they're fucking around with these people... zigzags in the road. I think if people remember our episode, our infamous episode, where we were going to all spend time talking a little bit about ourselves with the now completely oh, gone fourth man. cage. And how I said that this is now the Linda and Adrian variety hour because everyone talked over my segment part, but everyone else got to spend their time uninterrupted. That's that's as far as I would go with it with you all. Because <laughs> there are times Donnie, is that why you turn took into your the Adrian and Linda's remember college time. But yeah, otherwise, no, I don't imagine you guys as burly truckers sucking on pepperoni sticks. That sounds good. I want me one of them. Yeah. Is this where Sorry I go to get my it. meat stick? I mean, you know, he you was. You are the editor. You could always, like, cut our shit out. Oh, no. I want the people to know what we have to deal with. <laughs> I want them to know how it all went down. Yeah, that's that's why sometimes awkward silences get left in the episodes. When, when we have awkward silences in this episode, we're just quoting Cage's character. That's right. That's him actually here in studio with us. He's still in character. He's interviewing in character. Yeah, he's just well, playing pinball in our spare I'm room. In the background, just being quiet. <laughs> and by so... spare, and by playing pinball in a spare room, I mean he's playing pinball in the bathroom in the bathtub. <laughs> and not really pinball, just going ding 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 ding. ding. Yeah, <laughs> and then occasionally throwing empty cans at you while you're taking a piss. <laughs> Hey, if he crosses the stream, points for him. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so sorry for delaying it. I want his clothes off. Clothes off. Clothes off. And in this movie, he's not looking too bad. I uh, I wouldn't mind his clothes off, but uh, for real. What, but, uh, what did his glands penis though... look like? <laughs> there was an upskirt in this movie for a little couple seconds. There was oh. an upskirt, but like nothing too risque. And even though they there is a scene with doings, like um and they they even have like that eighties horror movie moment where it's like uh zoom in on the 
the tits as he's like unzipping her top. Oh, but yeah. like it's still she's still wearing a bra, so there's absolutely no nudity. Yeah, they were having dry humping. I I just watched a dry hump yesterday. Me and Nathan watched the room with the red letter media commentary, and I'd forgotten how the camera like always sort of migrates directly on over to the right nipple, like every single time. Yes, no matter who she's having sex with, and she's doing it a lot. It's like, hey, look, check it out. She's got a right nipple. You guys, is there a left one? No idea. This right nipple's fascinating. You honestly would get a kick out of listening to the Red Letter Media's Gremlins commentary. It's fucking amazing. You know what I like better is our Color Out of Space commentary, which you could find. (laughs) That's my favorite commentary ever, and I'm not exaggerating. It's like more powerful than Hitchcock Truffaut. It's true. Just go to Patreon and just give us a dollar a month, and you too can have access to our bonus content. Ding! But yeah, no clothes off. And uh, y'all ready for uh, Adrian's special favorite segment? And what's that segment called, Linda? Uh, In the form of a question. It's (laughs) time for sequel return more. Much more handsome. Ding, 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 ding. Hey, Donnie, you go first. Okay. The year is 1977. Russian forces are on the move. Professor Ugari Tukarkovich is developing a deadly toxin bomb with plans to unleash it on an unexpecting America. As we sleep, Russian special forces have begun landing on U.S. shores. But one thing stands in their way. Trident Force. An elite team of animatronic soldiers led by Captain Willie... Lieutenant Tex McAdoo, Tex Sergeant Cammy the Chameleon, Explosives Expert Tito the Turtle, <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu's Master Siren Sarah, and the Loose Cannon Artie Alligator. High-stakes explosives action that will blow away your local cinema. Prepare yourself for the pizza party of all pizza parties in Willie's Cold War Wonderland. <laughs> Catch it now. I mean, it basically is Delta Force, but still. Coming to home video. We are prepared to die. (laughs) What about you, Adrian? Oh, well, I got two of them. Do you want to go first? Oh, you can go ahead. Okay. All right. So, gentlemen, five nights in Ponytown. Cage's car breaks down outside the copyright-free town of Ponyton, where he must contend with Midnight Sprinkle, Empress Cosmic, Orange Jack, Shutterfly, Antiquity, Skittle Flash, and of course, Pi D Pink. Will he learn the meaning of friendship while breaking pony ass? Avoid Sheriff John Goodman and avoid a lawsuit? He had better, cuz... There's Robotlick's Wonderland following that, in which uh, a a disease uh, found in a beer can turns him blue and sends him to a planet where he's too fast. Can he (laughs) defeat his poorly rendered clone with blue arms? Yes, it's now a trilogy. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. They 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 tackled one of the main fandoms that eats up the internet that I see at all times. So I had to just tack on the other two. 
True. There you True. go. May as well. Yeah. Um, for mine, I um, you know, I I I I'd like to see the adventures of uh of Liv and uh and Cage continue. Uh, the janitor, excuse me. And so, uh, this time in the sequel, they, uh, so they're just going around the, the, the world, just defeating other, uh, serial killers who, uh, did a satanic ritual and, uh, are now possessing what should be inanimate objects. And, uh, their next mission may be their hardest. Where they go to, uh, they become the uh, security guards for one night at a uh, wax museum. <laughs> and there they have to fight uh, the Kardashians and Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie and, and Kevin James. Dracula and Kevin James for And some Mickey reason. Minaj's ass. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Somebody needs to fight Kevin James. I'm just saying. <laughs> you heard Kevin James. <laughs> Watch your ass. We're coming for you. Right. <laughs> we and the rest of the chuds. Oh, Jesus. So, uh, y'all ready to face it off? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I just like the idea of of Nicolas Cage beating the shit out of the Kardashians. I don't ask for much. Be- be- beating up with the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> it sparks joy. When I first heard of them, I just thought they were talking about some shit from Deep Space Nine. <laughs> the Kardashians. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all full of lights. I guess that makes me a nerd. <laughs> Shout out to our friends with the podcast Keeping Up with the Cardassians. Oh, God. <laughs> so, so uh, Adrian, you want to go first? Why not? Uh, my version is called, my face-off is called Night of the Birthday. Uh, it's directed by Kevin S. Tenney with a screenplay by him and Roy Moore. Uh, the janitor is Sid Haig. Oh. And he's magically drawn, like the others, to this place because it's his birthday. Ray Don Chong plays that chick lady. Isaac Hayes plays the sheriff. Music by Wasp and cinematography by Dante Spinati. This is a for real, real 80s movie, not a pretend one. God damn it. For real, real. Real, real. Ray Don Chong. Donnie? Uh, I only recast two people plus the director. And as Sheriff Lund, we have Don Johnson. Nice. As the janitor, we have Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> and the director is Joe Dante. Improvement. Oh. <laughs> well, um, for I, I only replaced two characters and the director myself. Uh, for Dr. Juan Itor. I have, uh, actually, it's going to be Jan Etor, mm. and it's going to be played by Meryl Streep, because obviously, I think she is the female Nicolas Cage. Because she can make a dial tone. Hey. <laughs> no, 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 come on, come on. Hey. <laughs> Not again, ever. <laughs> and as Liv, 
as well as the director, I would have to say uh, the one we all know and love. Uh, I, I, I'm 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 gonna go with uh, Len Kabasinski. <laughs> oh, it makes sense. It, it it I just I just made the movie much better. He would have made the also, fight scenes better. That's for damn sure. Well, yeah, <laughs> and he, you know maybe we could get him to rip his shirt off again. <laughs> again. But um, also, uh, I want to see more of uh, Tito the Turtle because I I loved him too. He, he was <laughs> like, he was teaching you languages and shit. He was very educational. Por favor, no más. <laughs> <laughs> no más, por favor. <laughs> I fucking loved that. Oh, I fucking loved everything. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah. Um, also, I have to say that I, I I wouldn't be so quick to to uh to recast Cage because I I mean I know I know I know we've had our ups and downs, but honestly, I think and you know this may very well be our last or one of our last episodes, and oh, I wow. truly believe that Nicolas Cage is a brilliant talented fucking actor he's immensely talented uh master actor and he just he just does things in his own way and mm-hmm. i feel like you know a lot of people were pissed off because he didn't he didn't uh have any lines to deliver in his cagey fashion but i would argue he still got like full cage like especially with the the dance scene come on and um and you could tell that was his his bit and also like i i'd argue that to play a mute character it, it takes much more work and i mean as as an actor myself like i oh. i feel fine acting like delivering my lines but not so On much stage. with like okay what am i doing with my hands and you know it's you know, like body language, it's a fucking art. So I think that he fucking shown in this. I, I think it's it's brilliant. His his acting. And I could give a fuck about brilliant. actors. You could take a stranger yeah. off the street and put him in a movie. It'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I think that might be what they did with the blonde girl. I think that's what they did with Toaster there. You guys, I'm chained to a radiator. This is a serious fucking mission, you guys. You guys. Right now. I really did like her voice, though. You like the Toaster. I like her voice. No accounting for taste. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm Linda, and I feel the burn with the Toaster. I'm Adrian, and I don't like girls. Ew. Because girls are icky and grody. <laughs> You got cooties. More girls for Donnie. Cooter cooties. (laughs) So I'm just saying those guys are more fabulous. Oh fuck! What did we learn from this? What the fuck did we? I learned that ball pit is life. Dive in ball pit, you will be saved. (laughs) Ball pit. Oh lord. I mean, he did give up looking for him when he dove into the ball pit. See, you're invisible. He can't track you. His infrared sensors can't oh. read you in there, man. Oh. I'm just huh. saying, everybody who hates on ball pits can suck my asshole. <laughs> in a ball yeah. pit. I've never been in a ball pit somebody pissed in. Yeah, 
that I know of, you know, like that I, ne- I never got a needle stuck in me in there. I never got a dirt used dirty diaper stuck on me in there. That didn't happen yeah. when I was in a ball pit. It was just fun. And it was the eighties and I was having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> wait, didn't we go for one of your birthdays? I feel like we went to a, well, I, <laughs> me and Molly went to Chuck E. Cheese once when they opened the one in the mall. And I think they just tolerated it because they thought we were hetero breeders and would bring children later, which we did not. We just ate our pizza and left. <laughs> We fucking fooled them. <laughs> fucking gamed their shit. Uh, what about you, Donnie? What, what 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 did you learn? There's a grief that can't be spoken. <laughs> There's a pain goes on and on. Empty chairs at empty tables. Oh, Jesus. Now my friends are dead and gone. <laughs> are, I'm just. Are you- channeling bernie with the <laughs> their bonus episode with love, bernie with the Les Mis. Love, love lifted me no um i didn't learn a goddamn thing except what i've been saying for a while a couple times that a premise and a soundtrack can far exceed what a movie actually becomes and is far more than it deserves to ever be. But this movie is still enjoyable and it is insanely so because you can see they put effort into it. And much like Bubba Hotep, that movie also is not of the highest caliber and quality, but it is still funny as shit. So it still has its audience. It's just not going to be for everyone but it's still highly enjoyable. I've seen worse. I could agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Bubba Hotep's uh, Don Coscarelli, right? I mean. Yeah. I, I really I love, love Beastmaster. Him. I won't apologize for it. You shouldn't. You it's should. a great movie. And fucking Phantasm. Yeah. Boy! Except for killing off a fairy. You play a good game, yes. boy, but the game is finished. <laughs> Reggie is swimming in the puss. Don Coscarelli, can you talk to us about why the fuck you put a Dune reference in the goddamn movie? Yeah, because Phantasm is the best screen adaptation of Dune. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it, honestly, it really is. They got like, the age right of fucking Paul. He saw the story that was behind the Frank Herbert phone book, and he's like, oh, you know, this could be a really good story if I told it. And he was right. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> Fear is the mind killer, boy. Just as masterfully done as Kubrick when he did The Shining. And it pissed off Stephen King. Because that's what you do when you're a filmmaker. You make a film. The guy who wrote the book makes books. You don't make books. You make films. This ain't some miniseries. You put the good parts on the screen. The ones that'll make a good movie. Yeah. So shut the fuck up, Stephen King. (laughs) I I love you, Stephen. I just wish they'd preserved my eight-year-old gangbang. Why did they cut that out? I don't understand. <laughs> it holds the story together. <laughs> so, uh, that was a I guess blow, I uh, learned that uh, that many caffeinated drinks in uh, an eight-hour period does not, in fact, kill you. Um, and it therefore can only make you stronger. Um, also 
if you think that there is a, even a slight chance that you might have to uh, to kill animatronic uh, possessed animatronic uh, robots, you should always carry a sack of uh, cans of soda to use as a weapon. And you can just uh, re- reach into them and pull out their metal spine real easy. Just just grab them. Just just kind of yeah. grab just, them and cinch it. Grab on in there. I don't know if you all found it or not, but in the original script, he was actually pounding back Pepsis. Oh, you know, if they got, if they had it with the eighties Pepsi can, I think I would have liked that better. Yeah. Hmm. And if his only line was going, (sighs) (laughs) personally, I prefer Coke, but I would, I would dig on that. Refreshing. If they said it in 93, it could have been crystal Pepsi. (laughs) Taste of the next generation. (laughs) Right now. It's Shit, maybe uh, my sequel Return More Harder should have been uh, like a cross between this and uh, Short Circuit. You know, and oh, Deadly if, Friend. If, if you if you took if you took this and you put in Lawrence Fishburne from Running with the Devil, <laughs> then my hat would be off. This this would be this would be fucking swell with all those with all those fucking coked up lines. Like it's like, oh man, I missed my daughter's piano recital, and now I'm at this damn haunted pizza place. <laughs> Why won't you talk to me, man? This shit right here is the truth. I I imagine approaching him with this project and he'd be like, yeah, sure, fuck, whatever. I don't say anything, right? (laughs) (laughs) No, sir. (laughs) All right, let's fucking do it. (laughs) Um, Another, since we've already overrun so, so much for good reasons, Mm -hmm. uh, there is, this is scary, and I'm saying this just to scare Adrian further. There is a Discord RP server for Willy's Wonderland. Oh, 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 oh God. A Discord roleplay oh, server. Oh, no. It's probably a good thing I don't go to cons anymore, because I'd probably pe- see people cosplaying this. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> God damn it. You, you don't want to start <laughs> off with Freddy. You want to start off with a bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> all right dude you really shouldn't have picked up that recorder (laughs) i guess now's the time i say please listen follow rate and review cage's kiss on apple podcasts uh, and check out our stuff on youtube also check out our our patreon at you know do i bother pushing patreon because uh I mean, surprise! We still have We're movies gonna coming. go on to another. But we got all the stuff uh, on there that people show. might not have heard yet, like our audio commentary for for uh, Color Out of Space. Don't you dare cut out on your shilling now, damn it! You've done this for a hundred plus episodes. You keep this going. is what we do. Oh. I ain't playing. Yeah. I'm just saying it, it. It's eventually going to be to carry over to our new show. I know, but they which... they they need to hear the goodness that is. They can hear us talking oh, about yeah. Cheryl McLean. Cheryl McLean. Let me tell you the legend of Cheryl McLean. About Cheryl McLean. <laughs> Precious Cheryl McLean. Don't ever speak to me. Don't <laughs> speak. Yes. We just covered, uh, for our bonus, uh, one degree of cage. We, um, uh, we, we did, uh, we covered Cheryl, Cheryl McLean and Bernie and, uh, Irma, Irma. Irma Laduce. Laduce. <laughs> and it was a fun time. But, uh, yeah, we also still have 
uh, stickers and a bumper sticker and um, uh, yeah, yeah, buttons, uh, shit like that. Uh, you can get our intro song as a ringtone. I believe for $30, you can get Adrian to create a, a custom doodle for you. Ooh. Um, he can doodle your noodle. Ooh. And, uh, Value. Yeah. For twenty dollars a month, Donnie can punch Adrian on the camera. He can camera. punch me in the face with a punch soda can. <laughs> yeah, and I'll say gorilla <laughs> greetings. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, gorilla greetings. They should have. They should have made their own Hanna Barbera style cartoon of all the characters and inserted it. Oh, and while you have the chance, uh, check out our our uh, merch on. Uh, um, where are we? <laughs> That's right, Damn Linda. Where can the people find tired. us? <laughs> on com. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my oh god! My god! Yeah, I mean, get our our merch while you still can. Um, you go to uh, tpublic.com uh, and I believe it's uh, forward slash cages dash kiss. And, um, you know, we have it up on our, our uh, website and our Twitter. Uh, but if anything, go to tpublic, look up cages kiss. There we are. Uh, we are not the one with uh, Trump on it. <laughs> oh, we're not that <laughs> I one. I assure you. Oh. We have uh, we have a lot of awesome sh- uh, shit on there. We've got a mug. We got mugs. We got shirts. We got stickers. We got hoodies. Uh, a bunch of awesome shit. And we even have face masks. So um, with Hot uh, Adrian's damn. awesome logo. You know, I was wearing my, my Cage's Kiss hoodie during a, a video conference at my work today. And somebody actually asked, like... Is that a cage themed sweater you have on? And I was like, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> All this is just for cages kids. All this old thing. <laughs> if it if it wasn't freezing ass wintertime, I'd be wearing my 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 cages kiss shirt around. But it's you know, oh, everything's wow. hidden hidden inside the hoodie right now, which I don't have the cages kiss hoodie yet. Yesterday I just got a late Christmas present from uh my di- my darling brother Donnie. Oh, um, he, he gave me a uh, a mug, an awesome mug. It's now going to be my my work mug that has oh, uh, Nicholas Cage's face on it, and it says John Travolta. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice, very nice. <laughs> it makes me happy. But uh, remember, you could find Cage's Kiss on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, maybe not for long, but we will definitely stick around on Twitter. Supplies are limited. <laughs> Just like us. It's going fast. <laughs> you can find us at Cage's Kiss. And you can also visit our website. Please visit our website. It, it's awesome. It features that awesome Adrian art and Donnie's awesome reviews. Uh, it's at cageskiss.com. Or apparently, if you look up uh, mom kiss porn uh, in Google, <laughs> we show up for that, too. So, I mean, hey. You ran all the way to the <laughs> FBI. <laughs> uh, 
check out my other podcast about witches and history and stories of all medias, uh, bed knobs and broom flicks. Uh, you know, we're enjoyable because we've got licks at the end. It's B R O O M F L I C K S. Also check me out as Lila and dispatches a disassociation and as Patrice and Lieutenant Murphy and coyotes bluff. Adrian, can you tell us about uh, where you're hiding these days? Patrice, Patrice, I'm so in love with you. Me? Um, I'm still Leo the Fox on DeviantArt and Patreon. Uh, there are other people trying to be Leo the Fox. Everybody wants a piece of me. So it's all lowercase, all run together, all one word. If it's not that, it's not me. It's some other Leo the Fox. It's some loser who wishes he was me uh, or she. I never Leo established that. Yeah. And that, that person on Etsy who makes the baby clothes is also not me. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. And uh, while we're at it, uh, Adrian Smith, the guitarist from Iron Maiden, turns out that's not me. It's not good. Really? Yeah. No, wasn't me. No. Our friendship was based on lies. Like, uh, apparently, I wasn't, you know, like like shredding when I was a baby on a guitar. Like, yeah, I was surprised, Why too. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> uh, how about you, Donnie? I am still the boy who blew over on RedTube, and I am also Unreal Goals on the Twitter, as well as the YouTube, with my series, which I'm posting more frequently of on Wisdom in the Bottle. More frequently? I also was on Coyote's Muff, and I was man number one. And I'm pretty much all over the internet in a lot of places, and yeah, that's all I got going on for me right now. Man number one! And yeah. mom kiss porn on Red Dupe. Oh. <laughs> yeah, remember us on all your incest porn searches. <laughs> um, and uh, with that, we will either be back when he finally, uh, when, when they finally make uh, the Prisoners of the Ghostland streaming, or if we can get our hot little hands on uh, the... Um, unbearable weight of uh of oh Massive jesus christ talent. yeah jesus, yeah, sure. jesus christ why did he have to do two <laughs> land movies so close together i wasn't sure which one was ghostland which one was willie's wonderland i'm just so fucking yeah. you need to space that shit out better motherfucker stagger your releases so it doesn't get all confusing don't talk with my emotions of, uh, the reason why he had <laughs> one month to to <laughs> Oh, I gotta make a movie about my talent, and then I gotta do this ghost thing where I'm a hero called Hero. You gotta hurry up. <laughs> gotta dance. Heroes are hard to find. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, maybe oh, we had a little minor setback in our planning for the new show, which is, I assure you, on the way. So maybe our next episode might be about that. I don't know, but uh, stay tuned and we'll let you know and uh, dream of us. Won't you dream of me? <laughs> though I love you so much. Dream of me. I could eat a page for hours.
please.